Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. And welcome to episode 321 of the Michigan Sports Truth Postgame Edition on Talk Show. I'm Taylor Phillips. Welcome back, Lewis Tenor. Thank you. How are we doing tonight? It's good to be back. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, big announcement here. Ed Smith is returning Monday morning to our podcast. He and I will uh, be on Monday Monday morning at 8 a.m. He and I will discuss what the Lions have been up to lately, the Tigers and the Red Wings, and even the Pistons, too. But uh, for tonight, the Tigers... Lose to the Los Angeles Dodgers eight to five. Jordan Zimmerman got his ass beat again. Seven runs, ten hits, five and a third innings. Mikey Matug, two for five. Miguel Cabrera, two for five. Victor Martinez, two for five. Justin Upton doing his thing, four for five with a home run. Three RBIs, three runs scored. Two run home run, two run, two home runs actually. Both solo shots. RBI double. James McCann, two for five. Jose Iglesias, 0 for four, leaving six men left, leaving six men on base. Speaking of Justin Upton, he said he reports to the media that he has no plans to opt out of his contract. Good, because the Tigers may need him.
But uh, Jordan Zimmerman was the real loser tonight. One minute here. I don't know what's going on here. Let's see. Everything's going fine here. Anyway, Jordan Zimmerman, as I said, the real loser, seven and ten is his record. Five eighty seven is is his ERA. My God. The Indians are beating up on the Royals ten to one at Kaufman Stadium in the top of the ninth inning. Tigers now Trail the Indians 14 games back, soon to be 14 and a half. Tigers, I have to be done here. Checking out the wild card standings. Tigers now nine games back. And I get it. There were there were plenty of excuses. So I don't. I almost don't blame people for making them up. The Dodgers are leading them. The 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 Los Angeles Dodgers are leading all of MLB, the best record in Major League Baseball right now, over 80 wins, 86 and 34. The Dodgers have won five straight. Also, the bullpen was tired. Ken Cow, the radio play-by-play voice of the Detroit Red Wings, of all people, he actually follows the Tigers very well. But um, he's uh, also a pretty good paid shell for uh, defending the Tigers and the Red Wings. Shields are what we hate. There are no excuse. We don't make excuses for the Michigan. Hear the Michigan sports truth. Jordan Zimmerman got his ass beat up. 
gave up four runs in the second inning. That set the tone. Two more in the fourth. One more in the, in the sixth inning. Justin Upton, this is actually proof that Justin Upton can't, can't do all the offense by himself. But there's... Overall, there's no hope left for the Tigers, of course. But um, that's game one of the three-game series. Game two at 4.05, Michael Fulmer versus Ryu. Hyun Jin Ryu, 4 and 6, 363 ERA and a 130 whip. Michael Fulmer. Came off a loss against the Dodgers. Losing four straight. Losing in four straight starts. And racking up a 789 ERA in that span. In that span. has an opposing batting average on balls hit and play of 357 in his last four starts. Markedly higher than his season opposing average of 283. So game two, four oh five, Fulmer versus Hyun Jin Ryu at four oh five on FS one. Then what then at one ten on Sunday, Justin Verlander takes the mound against Kenta Maeda. That completes the three-game set. 
Tigers have Monday off before they welcome in the New York Yankees. Lewis Tenor's New York Yankees. Bye. Yep. Some other Tigers news here. Speaking of Zimmerman, he was included in a potential Justin Verlander trade offer. But um, the way Zimmerman has been pitching this this year, which is awful, he nobody wants Jordan Zimmerman. And 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 more importantly, there it's too expensive for any any MLB team. To pay Justin Verlander, the Tigers are paying him 28 million per year, with a club option of 22 million for 2020, and he has a no-trade clause. So that's history. Again, Zimmerman included in that deal, which is not, which is definitely not going to happen. Zimmerman sucks. Nobody wants him. Verlander's got the no trade clause, and his contract is way too expensive. So Verlander's definitely staying put. Ian Kinsler was fined for his comments toward. Home plate umpire Angel Hernandez in game one of the three-game series at Globe Life Park against the Texas Rangers. Let me pull out that article and see how much money he was that, that fine he was hit with here. Going to the score.com the mobile app. By the way, Manny Machado just hit a grand slam for the Orioles recently. One of his three home runs tonight for the Baltimore Orioles. Gonna have to scroll down here. Just tweeted the. Uh, an article. It's an undisclosed amount. This is from Katie String of the Athletic Detroit. Kinsler will not be suspended as a result of the incident, according to String. 
and um, Kindler on Tuesday said the day after that argument, quote, it has to do with changing the game. Angel Hernandez is changing the game. He needs to find another job. He really does, unquote. That's just whining like a little bitch. And that Grand Slam, by the way, by Manny Machado was actually a walk-off Grand Slam. Yikes. That was a... Oh, yeah. Orioles win. Well... That's actually all the um, that's actually all the Michigan Sports Truth material that I need to cover for tonight. Now for Lois Tenor's National Sports Report. Louie, take it away. You got it. All right, we'll start with the MLB score here. Uh, right now, the Red Sox are leading the Yankees 9-6 in the top of the ninth. Uh, count is 1-1 and 1 out. Now the count is one and two. All right, Kembro is pitching and Ronnie Ronnie is batting. Yeah. Orioles uh, wind up being the Angels nine to seven thanks to that grand salami. O'Day got the win and Milton got the loss. What a way to lose though in a grand slam. Eesh. Marlins are leading the Mets three to one, going into the top of the seventh. McCowan, Gordon, and Stanton are due up. Mets have now lost five in a row, and this one could be six. Top nine, White Sox leading the Rangers now four to three. Uh, Leclerc is pitching, and Garcia is due up. Top nine, what well, looks to be over, just about. Twins are having a field day with the Diamondbacks now ten to three. Duffy is pitching, and Drury is at bat. It looks to be over. And again, it is over. Astros over Oakland. The Pathetics, 3-1. to one. Herschel, uh, Herschel got the win. Maria got the loss, and Giles got the save. And it's now two outs with the Yankees now down 9-6. to six. Yeah. It is now over. Indians crushed the Royals 10-1. to one. Cooper got the win, and Kennedy got the loss. There we go. Games of progress in the going to the bottom of the eighth. The Rockies are doubling up on the Brewers, eight to four. Lacroix, Story, and Nesek are due up. Top five. The Nationals are leading the Padres two to nothing. Ferdamo is pitching, and Grace is up to bat. In the bottom of the fourth, in the bottom of the basement, I should say. Giants leading the hapless Phillies six to nothing. Eflin is pitching and Pence is batting like it really makes a difference anyway. Ugh. All right, early this afternoon, Cubs handled the Blue Jays easily seven to four. Arietta got the win, Hap got the loss, and Davis got the save. We had a wild finish here with the Cardinals and the Padres. The Cardinals as the Padres. 11-10. to 10. 
Martinez got the win. Ooh. Williams got the loss, and Oh got the save. Oh my! Oh. As we mentioned before, Dodgers over the Tigers, eight to five. Hill got the win, and Zimmerman got the loss. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Mariners, oh, Mariners over the Rays, seven to one. Ramirez got the win, and Pruitt got the loss. And the game we just ended about oh, I think about twenty minutes ago, Reds as uh, beat the Braves five to three. Romero got the win. Dickey got the loss, and Iglesias got the save. Imagine having a name like that, Dickey. All right, so we got these, we got the scores in now. So why don't we go to the standings? And they go like this: in the American League, Boston is now 61, 69-51. Hold it. Let's just see if it's going to be. Oh, 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 hold on. Okay, it's the game is not over yet. It's now nine to seven. Oh wait, no foul ball. Okay, so it's sixty-nine and fifty-one. A four-game lead with the Yankees at sixty-five and fifty-five, pending outcome of this game. Orioles fifty-nine and sixty-two, ten and a half back. Rays sixty and sixty-four, eleven back, and the Blue Jays fifty-nine and sixty-three, also eleven back. And look forward to heading south for the winter when the season is over. In the Central, Indians are 66-53, and 53, a 5.5 a game lead over the Royals at 61-59. and 59. Twins, 60-59, 6 back. It is now over. Boston does win over the Yankees 9-6. Thanks a lot, you dirty dog. I want to puke. All right. The Twins are 16-59, 6 back. Tigers are now 14 back at 53-68. and 68. And the White Sox, 45 and 73, 20 and a half back. In the West, Astros keep rolling with a 74 and 47 record, 12 ahead of the Angels, 62 and 59. Mariners are 62 and 61, 13 back. 13 and a half back are the Rangers dead even at 500 at 60 and 60. And Oakland is still Oakland at 53 and 68. Miserable. That's 21 back. Now to the National League. Nationals, despite becoming a train wreck with injuries, is still at 72 and 47, as they have more injuries on their on their list. 14 ahead of the Marlins, 58 and 61. Braves, 54 and 66, 18 and a half back, dead in the water. Mets, 53 and 66, 19 back. Their season, I think, is just about done. And the Phillies, who have been done since uh, week two, are 43 and 76, 29 back. <laughs> they should call it the National League least, thank you very much. Yeah. In the Central, the Cubs are 64 and 57. And this is the tight race here. It's a game and a half over the Brewers at 63 and 59, as well as the Cardinals, also 63 and 59. Pirates, 58 and 64, six and a half back. It's kind of shaky. And the Reds are 52 and 71, 13 back. All right. Well, it's a no contest really in the National League West, even though three teams are above 500, but the Dodgers keep rolling at 86 and 34. Unbelievable. 19 and a half back of both the Rockies and Diamondbacks at 67 and 54. 
On the reverse end of that, Padres are 54-67, 32-and-a-half back, and the Giants are 49-74, a laugher of 38-and-a-half back. And that is a laugher, folks. There's no way you're going to catch up with that. But why don't we go to the wild card standings anyway, just for laughs. All right. The Yankees are now have a four-game lead in the wild card spot, followed by the Angels. The Twins are a half game out, as well as the Royals and Mariners. Rangers are one game out. Baltimore is two games back. Rays and Blue Jays are three back. The Tigers are eight and a half back. Oakland is nine back. The White Sox are are 15 back. The National League, it's a dead heat between the Rockies and Diamondbacks. Uh, four and a half back are both the Brewers and Cardinals. Mariners are eight back. Pirates, nine and a half back. Braves, 12 and a half back and sinking. Padres, 13 back, as well as the Mets, 13 back. Reds, 16 back. Giants are 19 back. And the Phillies are 23 back. At, are 23 back. Ugh, what a shame. Uh, right now, there's an NFL exhibition game that's going on, and Seattle is leading Minnesota right now 14-3 to with just under 20 seconds to go in the first half. All right, so it's been a few days, so we'll get to some headlines here. I don't know if we'll be able to do all for the next four days, but I'll do the best I can. As I mentioned, the Nationals are becoming a train wreck as they are loading up on injuries, and the latest, you know, this is a doozy for you folks, Two-time Cy Young Award winner Max Scherzer has him placed on the DL, 10 DL, with left neck inflammation. The decision is retroactive to August 15th. Scherzer, who is 12-5 with an ERA of 2.25 and 220 strikeouts this season, left the start and then sat out of the game with neck spasms earlier this month. Dusty Baker, the manager, said today's soreness was on the other side of the right-hander's neck. Uh, He is eligible to return next week, August 25th, and was replaced on the mound by left-hander reliever Matt Grace. The third-year veteran was making his first career start. Hmm. And Baker said Schreiser's early arrival to the clubhouse Bright tipped him off that something was off. Well, now we know. Well, we just hope that um, Max does get better. It's hard to believe they're still having a comfortable lead, though, despite with uh, all the injuries they've been having. I'll explain more on that in a little bit. Uh, we have a milestone uh, today. Albert Pujols hit his 609 career home run uh, today, tying Slammin' Sammy Sosa for eighth on the all-time list. And is also tied for most home runs by a player that was born outside the U.S. So go figure that one. So while we have records that, records that are great, we also have one that is on the other side of the list. As Aaron Judge now has the dubious distinction of tying an embarrassing record of 35 games with at least one Strikeout. One more, and he'll have the embarrassing record. That is not one to be proud of. 
35 games with at least one strikeout. As they're trying to chase Boston for the American League East. Now, if you have games like that, that's going to be awfully tough to do, folks. <sighs> All right. Continuing on. All right. Here we go. Penn State gives new deal to full coach James Franklin that will average out to $5.7 million a year for the next six years. It was announced by the school earlier today. That is a total of $34.3 million. Georgia Tech has dismissed their leading rusher, Derek Mills, for a violation of team rules. That was announced by the school earlier today. Last season, Mills missed three games from two separate suspensions and for unspecified violation of team rules. Uh, we don't know what they are. <laughs> Former Vanderbilt football player Brandon Banks was sentenced to 15 years in prison for his involvement of, the ra- of a raping of a female student in 2013, which was left unconscious, as you recall from the case. Uh, Banks was found guilty of one count of aggravated rape and one count of aggravated battery in June, but was not convicted guilty of five other counts. If you want my opinion, he should be convicted guilty on all the charges. Well, Patriots got a little bit of bad news today. May not be earth-shattering, but this is a, this is an important. As they feared they may have lost their defensive end, Derek Rivers, for the season with a knee injury, as confirmed by a league source today. Rivers was the Patriots' top draft pick in 2017 as a third-round draft, for, draft choice out of Youngstown State. That's in Ohio. He went down a kickoff drill and practiced on Wednesday in a joint session with the Houston Texans. Head trainer Jim Whalen examined him on the field. Oof. Even the best can have a tough break sometimes. Yeah, but, we, you know, they bounced back from injuries before, and they'll probably bounce back from this, too. Ah, well. All right. It's a tight race, though, for Jaguars starting quarterbacks between Blake Bortles and Chad Henney, that according to head coach Doug Marone. Uh, Howard Bortles was less than impressive, going 8 for 13 for 65 yards, and drives against the Bucks, and ended up in punting all four times. Henny got four snaps in the offense in the first half last night, though more was planned before last night's game. Mm, I think I'd go with Henny on this one. Um, he threw two passes in one drive on the first half that were dropped in the end zone. All right, okay, now, Raiders cornerback Sean Smith was arrested yesterday and faces felony assault charges and is accused of beating up his sister's boyfriend. Uh, This was last month. That was announced by the L.A. Prosecutor's Office. The L.A. County District Attorney's Office said that Smith faces one felony count of each assault by force and likely to produce bodily injury, and battery with serious injury. The alleged incident took place during the Raiders' six-week break between mini and training camp, and I think it happened actually on July 4th. 
That's that's awful. All right, so we'll continue on with more news here. Oh, um, one other note I'd like to mention from yesterday is that one of the greatest sporting events of the year started yesterday, the Little League World Series in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. I don't know about anybody else, but I always find it a joy to watch every year, especially the American Championship game and the championship game itself. You can call me crazy all you want, but I happen to enjoy it. All right. Kevin Durant says no to White House visit if the Warriors decide to go. He's saying that Durant and Trump are not on the same page, saying that he does not believe in the same views as Trump, and probably vice versa. Um, you know, if you don't want if, if you want to go, I think that I think that's your decision. On a personal level, if you don't want to go, yeah, okay, that's your decision, fine. But as a team, I think you know it's a great honor to be uh, by the White House to have invited you. You know, showing that you know you got there, you got the Super Bowl, you won, and you deserve it. You know, I think um, as a team standpoint, I think you got to put personal feelings aside and be there for your teammates. But on this individual decision, I I do respect his his wishes. I mean, I'm not a Trump fan either, but, you know, but that's another story for another time. All right. Uh, NFL direct, director D. Maurice Smith says a work stoppage is likely after the 2021 season in the NFL by either a strike or a lockout. This was said in an interview for Sports Illustrated yes, yesterday. Personally, I say, don't panic, everybody. We still have four years to go. And I think by the time we get to around the 2021 season, by the end of it, I think there will be a deal in place. I think we've learned our lesson from the past, from like 82 and 87, and the lockout we had back in 2011 when they only canceled the Hall of Fame game. I mean, the NFL is a billion-dollar-a-year industry. It is still the most popular sport by far of the four sports, five if you count Major League Soccer, and I think they'd be crazy, you know, to hold out all that money, you know, for a lockout strike. To be honest, I don't really see it happening. But we still have four years to go. I'll be 51 by then. Yeah. All right. Rams defensive tackle Aaron Donald may hold out for the entire regular season. That, according to a leaked source, telling ESPN insider M. Schefter uh, t- uh, today, it's possible that Donald could sit out the entire season as both sides are far apart from a deal. Tampa Bay Yucks, I mean Bucks, offensive line gets hit with a massive dinner bill totaling $26,000. This is the annual tradition of the rookie dinner and has required that every position rookie player to pay for the group. Now wait, here's the interesting part, folks. But when the bill showed up for $26,000, Corin Kirvin and Cole Gardner were told, to, were told they had to pay it, and the end result was that it was just a practical joke, and the bill only was costing $3,000. Guess what, guys? You got punked. <laughs> oh, not for them. I think $26,000 is a little bit much to pay for a meal for a whole team. 
even three thousand is kind of a little steep, you know, for a rookie because they don't make that much yet. All right. Okay, 49ers general manager John Lynch was asked about if he supports the silent protest of the national anthem. And he says the protests are uh, diverse and respect players' reasons, even if he does not agree with them. Well, we'll we'll see, because there's been a lot of controversy last year, and I think we're heading for the same thing this year. Stay tuned for that one. Oh, by the way, the record uh, goes to... Ex, former Expos pitcher Bill Stoneman for most games with at least one strikeout. That was back in the 1971 season. The Nevada State Athletic Commission has improved the AOS gloves for the for the Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather fight to be held in Las Vegas next week. And this has got to be like one of the biggest hype fights in a long, long time because this fight will be on. Like every sports bar, uh, restaurant, uh, even on the casino floors, and I'm actually going to be able to. I was invited to a viewing party to actually watch that fight next Saturday. Oh boy! But uh, don't blink, folks, because you might miss it. Because I'm saying it's only going to last about 45 seconds in the first round. Of course, I could be wrong. All right, so continuing on here. Yankees closer Andros Chapman sat out a game recently against the Mets with a slight leg problem, but was able to return on August 17th as he chose not to go for an MRI. As I mentioned, the Nationals are a bit of a train wreck right now. Brian Goodwin uh, went on the 10-day DL list as he went down with a left groin strain adding to the list of team injuries. Angels pitcher Andrew Henley was set to return after being sidelined with Tommy John surgery since April. Boy, we're seeing a lot of this lately, aren't we, folks? All right, now for the story of the day. And what does not come as a surprise to me, the NFL and the NFL Players Association exchange a war of words as the NFL accuses the Players Association of Ezekiel Elliott's leaks by Elliot's ex-girlfriend in ever to discredit her claim of domestic abuse. Oh, what a shock. The Players Union responded with a statement calling the league's allegations that the union was spreading information about the case and that it was called a lie. Uh, okay, the Chick-fil-A stand in the Falcons' new stadium is to be closed on Sundays. As tradition, the franchise does not operate on a Sunday and only one of eight home games will not be played on Sunday. That is the December 7th game. However, here's the interesting part. A digital signage will be used when the stand is closed and may be used by the stadium for selling food and beverage items. So, hey, at least the fans are not going to go hungry. Uh Uh, Stanton went two for four on August 16th, and his home streak ended six games. He's saying he's not trying to hit for 73 He's saying he wants to go for only 61. Now, I'm kind of baffled by that, but because don't you think you would try to go to try to break a record? 61 was the former record that was set by Roger Maris in 1961. The record was held for 37 years, and then McGuire took over as he hit 70, 
And then bonds, although we don't know if it's legit or not, hit 73 in, in 2001. Why would you want to stop at hitting 61? I'm very baffled by that. All right. Um, speaking of the uh, case, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell appointed Harold Henderson to hear the appeal of Dallas Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott. Henderson was also the arbitrator for hearings with former Cowboys defensive end Greg Hardy and Adrian Peterson, who was with the Vikings at the time. Henderson got Peterson's suspension reduced from 10 games to four in 2015 for his alleged domestic violence episode. Uh, The New Orleans Saints uh, fired their team doctors after a missed diagnosis condition on cornerback Delvin Borax. He suffered a fractured fibia after doctors confirmed that it was only a bruise. Borax is expected to be out four to six weeks and it will require surgery. And the team doctors also worked on the, Pel- on the Pelicans during the NBA season. Oh boy. All right. Well, it's only preseason, but of course, Las Vegas is ready with their predictions of who is going to win the Super Bowl. What a shock there. They do have the Patriots' favorite to win at 3-1, but listen to this, folks. They have the Raiders at 6-1. to one. Well, I'm a little surprised by that itself. I mean, the only way that the Raiders are going to be in contention is if Derek Carr does not get hurt. Because let me tell you something. They were on a roll last year. They were 12-4 uh, and four and were cruising right along and it looked like they were going to be a shot to make at least the NFC Championship. But when Carr went down, all hopes went out the window. So, Carr is the carrier of that team. If he can stay healthy, they're going to take the team far. If Carr gets hurt, I think it, I think um, a lot of people are going to lose a lot of money. Jets are not so lucky as Lucky Whitehead will be out four to six weeks with a broken foot. So now we can change his name to Unlucky Whitehead. Oh. Yeah. I knew someone was going to go Roman. He came to the Jets. Why is it every time a player comes to the Jets, they always seem to have a, always seem to get injured or in other kinds of trouble? Ugh, just sickening, just sickening. Okay, LeBron James calls for a he- calls for healing after a violent protest in Charlottesville, and of course took a swipe at President Donald Trump at a charity event on August seventeenth. And he was even involved in a pickup chair, pickup basketball game just prior to that. I'll have more on that in a few seconds here. Tiger second baseman Ian Kinsler ripped umpire Angel Hernandez uh, April 15th game one day after getting ejected for arguing balls and strikes. Kinsler told reporters that Hernandez needs to reevaluate his career since he's been messing up games. Kinsler ended up tossing his back in the fifth inning in Monday night's game as he questioned the, the strike that was called. Oh, boy. That's ugly. Okay. Now, LeBron, LeBron flew to New York for a high-profile pick-up basketball game that includes some of the NBA's top players, such as 
Carmelo Anthony, Kevin Durant, among a few others, before heading to that family charity dinner. No word on which Kyle Irving and him will play next season, but I do I do think that it's being all blown out of proportion and everything will be resolved by the time training camp comes around. And I do not think that LeBron will move to Los Angeles. It's been that's been like the rumor of the year so far. All right. So let's see. Okay. Auburn Tigers wide receiver John Franklin the third transferred to Florida Atlantic. This was posted on Instagram message on August fourteenth. Uh, came from East East Mississippi Community College last season and was the subject of a Netflix documentary documentary is called Last Chance You. He was the backup Tigers quarterback and completed 14 of 26 passes for 204 yards and a touchdown. Also rushed for 430 yards on 46 carries. Virginia football coach Bronco Mendenhall spoke to reporters about the riots in Charlottesville over last weekend and he said none of his players voiced about continuing to play for the team. They said they will not back down. Well, good for them. The USDA suspended Marquise Goodwin on August 14th for one year for failing to provide his whereabouts for drug testing, but the 49ers wide receiver said he no longer compete in track and field. It made a statement by the USDA. Goodwin received three whereabout failures over a 12-month period that request information from a select group of athletes for out-of-competition drug, for out-of-completion drug testing. USDA said that the suspension began on April 1st, the date when his third whereabouts failure were reported. And a statement going himself saying he stopped competing in track and failed to focus on his football career. Therefore, he thought there was no need to supply information about his whereabouts to the U.S. ADA. Whew. That was a lot for one article right there. Eagles have released running back Ryan Matthews despite being medically cleared to play for the team, allowing the team to save cash base of $4 million. And I've said this on many shows this week, but for Miami, let the season from hell begin. <laughs> as Jay Cutler uh, was expected to make his debut in a preseason game this weekend versus the Ravens. That was last night. To quote the Raven, they said, never more. I add that one, actually. Cutler was semi-retired last season and took a job at the Fox Network. And what were they thinking? Oh, boy. More troubles as cornerback Tony Lippett is out for the season after injuring his Achilles tendon in practice. Whew. Last season, he had 67 tackles and four interceptions. Maria Sharapova gets the wildcard entry for the U.S. Open, and that begins on August 28th, 10 days from now. That is the final major of the tennis season, and that is held in Flushing, Queens, in New York, for those of you who don't know. All right, so I think I got them all. Uh, 
yeah, those are my no- those are my notes uh, for today. So I'll turn back over to you. All right, that's going to do it for episode 321 of the Michigan Sports Truth Postgame Edition on Talk Shoot. I'm Taylor Phillips. Episode 322 to be determined tomorrow. Till then, for Lewis Tenor, I'm Taylor Phillips. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Like the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page and join its Facebook group. Share the Facebook page as well, the Michigan Sports Truth. TTFN, ta-ta for now. Bon appetit. Good, everybody. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.